Aloha and welcome to the 11th annual Blue Water Mission Christmas concert. We appreciate you tuning in. You know, that word concert literally just means to do something together. And every year at Christmas, we come together to do celebrations of the birth of Christ. This year, our togetherness looks a little bit different. We can only come together through the magic of video. But however it works, it's going to be a beautiful fabric. Uh, Blue Water Mission has always done its Christmas concerts as grassroots affairs. Everybody brings the peace that they have. And Tom, somehow when you mix it together, it all makes sense. And it makes a statement not just of the beauty of the birth of Christ, but of the beauty of the people that he has made us. If you think about it, over the last 2,000 years, people have been inventing celebrations of Christmas around the world wherever they are, in whatever situations they exist in, bringing whatever they have to the celebration. That's all we're trying to do this year, even if it looks a little bit different than it has in years past. Uh, there is one final ingredient that you, the viewer, the participant can bring as you enjoy our Christmas concert. Every Christian celebration requires that people come to it with faith. And we ask that you lend your faith to us as you watch this video celebration. It makes everything come alive. It makes things meaningful. Thank you for being with us and thank you for participating in the celebration. Enjoy. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Hey, Oscar. Home, home, home for the holidays. What does that even look like? I've been stuck inside these four walls. I don't know if it's a prison or a fortress to be reckoned with. I'm longing for extended family and the Christmas cheer they bring. Laughter, food, jolly, and a mountain of beer. But perhaps in COVID style, there's something deeper lingering in it all to glance inside and realize I'm still looking like a Saul, covering this Christmas season with the rightness I desire. But in actuality, what's needed is a humble baby to inspire. Our home is Jesus, just like that young girl, pregnant, tired, not alone, the husband she married less than nine months ago, both of them far from home going to a place where they're supposed to be from, and then home arrives to them in the night, making them a family, making everything all right, the starlight shining through the rough roof of a barn. But now, somehow, suddenly it's home. Baby boy born inside four walls, under the desert trees, not so far off from this familiar island breeze, sweeps across my face and my arms jump to attention. <sighs> the heart-thumping tenderness of those new baby squeals revealing a new dimension. Emotion brims so raw and real. No other moment can be so present than when a baby first appears. Our Savior in the flesh puts a lump right in my heart to see him through his mother's eyes, unwilling to ever part. Our home is Jesus. Have you ever traveled so far from home? It feels distant like a faded memory. Do you miss it? You question its very existence. Is home something you feel like you could lose, that it could be denied you based on your views or refused depending on the path that you choose? That you could be kicked out because of debts that are due? What do you do when homelessness follows you? Being lost becomes something you're used to. My hand in his, he braces my cheek. <laughs> Smearing dark red mud across my eyes, whispers, won't you have a peek? <laughs> the stones melt away like tenderizing meat. Next thing I know, I'm kneeling and washing my Savior's feet. How can it be? What does it mean, the lights dancing on the trees? Perhaps it's a reminder our home is not so far beyond our reach. Our home is Jesus. Is home where you store up your treasures, invest your earnings? Is home where you don't knock before you enter without being asked? You come in, take off every mask, exhale, 
relax, where you can invite in family and friends and share a meal with them and talk about what have been shared adventures of a lifetime. The joys and dead ends and in the last hours before sleep you agree that what we all need is home in Jesus.
Aloha Pumehana Kako, Aloha. Welcome to Blue Water Christmas 2020. We are your hosts. I'm John Roberts. And I'm Mia Pareka. And we're so happy you can be with here, uh, here with us tonight. As we present to you this year's Blue Water Christmas concert titled Home for the Holidays. A pretty fitting title, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah I think that's where we've been all year. <laughs> Uh, yep. Home for the holidays. And it's pretty amazing that we could bring together all of the people and the talent and the technology for us to host this concert. But I can't help but miss, you know, the times where we could be together. Yeah, it does warm my heart. Thinking back and reminiscing on Christmas times, concerts. Times of the past. Yes. looking back on the past and also thinking about you know this year and what we're doing now and it's been it's been a strange year you know all of us at home with our families uh, that looks different it looks different for a lot of us I mean take for example your home yeah it's a little crazy at times <laughs> we have a lot of people that live here oh. we live in a community house and hey it's the best life it's also sometimes a hard life to live with a lot of people. Also, some of them are stuck with me, you know? <laughs> so that can be a little difficult. But one of the things I love best about living in community is getting to have my family in community. Mm -hmm. And my wife's influence on this house, Ooh, as we can girl. see much of it okay. around us here. One of the other great influences that my wife brings to this place, besides, you know, making sure things are in their place yep. and that it functions mm -hmm. as a house, is her incredible cooking and her incredible baking specifically. She's been doing a lot of it this year. Hello, I'm Anna. And these are my lovely helpers, Alexis, Alika, and this is little Kate. And uh, for those of you who don't know, typically after the Blue Water Christmas concert, we have a time of refreshments together. So we have cookies and hot chocolate and all those good holiday things. Obviously we can't do that this year since we're all at home. Of course, we still can eat Christmas cookies. So that's why we're here today. We're gonna to share with you one of my favorite Christmas cookie recipes. And it's one that the whole family can help make together and of course eat together. And it's a great way to also reach out to friends and neighbors. Everyone loves a good Christmas cookie. All right, are you guys ready to get started? Yay! Yeah. Okay, 
All right, so Alexis, here, here's our mixer. So first we are going to put our half cup of butter into the mixer. Would you do the honors? Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good, that's good. We can just set that right there. And then we're gonna turn this on. Is Uncle Joe coming? Uncle Joe? No, we don't need him here. We don't need that kind of negativity. Coach Joe, uh, we're ready. Oh, oh, hi. Hi, uh, Coach A here again, uh, your resident kinesiologist. I specialize in uh, keeping kids active. Stretch before bed. Well, Christmas is really just time to eat a little healthier, um, take a few more walks with your family, uh, maybe do some burpees in the street. I'm going. Oh my I'm going. gosh, seriously. <laughs> no, don't you dare get out of that car. Uh, just checking on uh, Anna Roberts here, my client. Uh, I visit John and Anna once in a while just to help them with their fitness. Um, last time it uh, didn't go so well. So. I feel like there's a little too much cookies and cookies. You want to have a little more salad in your cookies. It really has to have uh, like an entire vegetable coming out of the cookie for me to really enjoy it. Uh, no, Uncle Joe likes like health food. I just want to make sure that Anna's getting the correct ingredients in her cookies. Uh, I see a lot of chocolate over there, which is good, which is good, but I'm not seeing enough Brussels sprouts or uh, broccolis. Ooh, that sounds good. It smells delicious. Mmm, my hands smell like Christmas. Hey, will you get the flour for us? Oh. We're going to need a little bit more flour than that, huh? <laughs> Very good. We only need about 20 more spoonfuls. Uh, I like to eat cookies with uh, tomatoes on top. So instead of M&Ms, I like to sprinkle some red tomatoes on there. My kids love that. And it's just missing a few ingredients, and I feel like I can help with that. That's fun. Okay. Yeah, we're going to finish that. Okay. Adam and Eve ate the same seeds as the birds. That's how you're supposed to do it. That's what Pastor Jordan, this is how Pastor Jordan eats all the time. Our helpers are missing. That's okay. Joe, I know you're out there. I'm not. Just now, what we have to do with this dough, you'll see it's very thick, is we're gonna chill it actually for uh, a few hours, so I have some dough ready made to go. So we're gonna pull that out and show you the next step, which is baking the cookies. Okay, so now we have our baked and cooled cookies, and they look lovely. So our next step is going to be decorating them. We're going to melt a little white chocolate in here. And the job I have for you guys Yay. is to smash these Little candy canes. We take our cookie. We're just gonna dip it in our white chocolate. Let's get this open at some point. Okay, there we go. Yes, I'll sprinkle it on the same one. Good, very good. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Thanks for watching. Well, some adults are a little more difficult than children. I know, ah, but those babies, they were so cute. Especially one little sweetheart, Kate. Love her. That's true. <laughs> She's great. She's no Grinch, mm -mm. is she? She's no. no Scrooge. No. Like some adults. Just saying. You know, there's a lot going on. Right? There's a lot going on in this house. Yep. There's a lot going on, I know, in your house. Know. We know there's a lot happening for all of you at home. Uh, but one thing that we just love is... That no matter what's happening, each of us can bring something unique. And that's what we're going to see in these offerings from our artists across the Blue Water community. Something special that they bring unto the Lord. Honestly, it's been a struggle. Maybe I got started to late love is a young man's game, you know. I mean, she's amazing in so many ways. She's a deep thinker, super imaginative, great mom. We have a full house now. We've been uh, 
fertile and no complaints in that department and she doesn't need to talk, talk, talk. I know a lot of husbands would envy me that. She keeps things to herself, but she's kind of unpredictable. I never know what she's gonna come out of her mouth, especially after she's been stewing on something. I normally just nod like I'm listening, but you and I both know I have no idea what you're talking about. And sometimes she says, well, just sleep on it, hon. Don't decide on anything yet, it'll come to you. And she's been pretty right on the money. It does somehow come to me. And then there we go, off on a crazy adventure. It kind of irks me, because I'm steady. Should have been named Eddie. Give me a plan and I'll bang it out. Comes from being from an old builder family. I was pretty much born with a hammer in one fist and a leveler in the other. So I like to work. That's no crime. To build roots, take time to make spaces that last. But these young people don't get that. They're always moving. Can't handle anything longer than a three-minute video. I'm not saying that's her exactly, but she has different, uh, what is it? Values or style. Like with her, there's been a lot of moving around and I hate traveling, but I did it okay. Those first couple of years of marriage really unsettled me. And I certainly never wanted to live internationally. But there we were, just had one toddler at the time and it was tough transplanting the business and negotiating in a foreign culture. I was relieved to get the sign we could come back home. Anyway, wondering if our differences are maybe a generational thing. Oh, yeah. She's a bit of a, well, an outsider. It's a bummer she doesn't really have any people. You know, a group of ladies she could just hang with. Her family is solid for sure, but she's one of those uh, individuals. Her dad apparently taught her to think for herself. Dangerous business for a kid, which she pretty much was when we first met. You know, there were a lot of unfounded things said about her around the time we first got together. Folks are mean quick to label what they haven't seen before. And when we had that engagement wrinkle, even I had to, as she said, sleep on it. But seriously, Doc, have any of the other guys you counsel had to take such a leap of faith to even get married? I mean, when she turned up pregnant, right then and there, I knew this was gonna be sink or swim. I wanted to get out of it, but I slept on it and changed my mind. So no, I'm not gonna back, going back on being all in. I don't regret it one bit. It's just that it's, well, it's cost me in a way I didn't expect, in a way I frankly don't understand. And that's why I'm here. I'm tired. I'm tired of feeling out of control, out of not being a man of my own house, you know? Does that make any sense? No, I'm still working. Politics or pandemic, people want their houses, and it's made me very happy to provide so well for our family. When Ben Ahrens bought the hilltop lot with that killer sea view, he came to me. Didn't matter that his wife had snubbed Mary. Of course, I bid the job high. In the end, he was pleased to pay it, and Mary, she got a small kitchen remodel. Not that she cares about those things, but it's something I could do for her. So, yeah. I really do love the girl, and she is a girl. I mean, she's a good 15 years younger than me. But why? Sometimes do I feel like a little boy around her. It unnerves me every so often. She looks at me so sweet. But then it's like she's looking right past me. And the light in her face is something I can't touch. I'd like to, but it's not mine. And it makes me feel so... Twice, I literally turned around to see what the heck is she looking at, and once it was weird, like something really big just left the room, like a tremor or a wind, and I wanted to either scream or sing or maybe talk to my granddad again. And I hurried back to the shop, and when I picked up my tools, my hands flew like they themselves were someone else's tools. And over my drawings, I saw huge houses with so many rooms, so many rooms. Strange. And then the other time when Mary was, well, glowing, and I just had to turn around, and there was just Jesus sitting there working this wicked splinter out of his hand. Nothing out of the ordinary. He grinned and said, hey, Dad. God, I love that boy. 
but not quite the way Mary does. And he's so much like her. You know, he's almost grown now. You probably wouldn't even know him. And he's such a quick learner. Like he was born to build too. There's actually not much more I can teach him. You know, Doc, I'm a regular Joe. Maybe I'm just feeling my age. I just put one foot in front of the other. That's something I'm good for. God help me. Emmanuel, I know you're in this room. My response is only love for you. What can I do but stand in of you? Desire of nations, I delight in you. And my heart has heard, and my soul responds. Lord, I'll seek your face for my whole.
from Emmanuel and ransom captive Israel. That mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Oh, come thou Satan's tyranny From depths of hell Thy people save And give them victory O'er the grave Rejoice, rejoice Emmanuel Shall come to Tribes on Sinai's height In ancient times did give the law In cloud and majesty and all Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel Shall come to Is that the wise men? Is that like, is that like Mary and like... Mary with a beard? Yeah, Mary with a beard. That in you go down a little bit. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm gonna show you scenes from the Christmas story. All right. And you just gotta interpret what scene it is. All right. I'm gonna show you um, some renditions of the Christmas story. Yeah, so how well do you feel like you know the Christmas story? Mm, pretty well, about like, average. 10 out of 10? 9. 10. You got a 10. Well, wow! Mm, I give myself a 7. Uh, like a 6? I don't like, I know the premise of it, and okay. like, kind of what okay. happens, but like, that's it. <laughs> Let me think about this. A person looks like he's having a heart attack. Okay. What? This guy's like doing jazz hands, and, mm -hmm. and then like, they're like, oh, what? This guy looks scared? Herod tells the Magi to let him know when they find the new king. Is that the wise men? Is that like, is that like Mary and like... Mary with a beard? Yeah, Mary with a beard. The angel goes to the Magi and tells him, tells them to go and visit the new king. I think that is an angel going down to tell the king that there's going to be a baby born. <laughs> an angel is telling Mary that her baby's gonna be named Jesus. The angel appears to um, Mary and tells her to name him Jesus. An, an angel's visiting Mary telling him what to name 
um, is her son. The angel telling Mary that she's going to name the child Jesus. Okay, very good. You read what it said. <laughs> this is an angel talking to the shepherds. The angel appears to the shepherds and tells them to visit Jesus. These guys with sheep are called and like they journey to the... Uh, the angel tells the shepherds to go see Jesus. Someone talking to somebody else. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Mary's explaining to Joseph how she's pregnant and still a virgin. How does Joseph feel? Well, they're not married, so he's like, kind of... He's like, hmm, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> you, you're pregnant with out of wedlock. Yeah. I need to divorce you. Mary's telling Joseph that, that an angel came to her. Mary and... Oh, what's her name? Uh, shoot. What's her name? Mary and Elizabeth with babies. Is that when the baby's actually born, like when Jesus is born? Joseph, Mary, and Jesus are in the manger. What's happening right now? Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mary and Joseph in the that place called with the animals and Jesus is in the manger. He's not in the picture, but that's not picture Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus is born in a stable. Stable, very good. Who is that guy? Uh I don't know. Why is he holding the child? I think that's Jesus, the baby. He's like holding holding baby Jesus. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm putting Jesus. There's a dude talking to people. Very nice. Very Excellent. Nice. That's exactly what we're looking for. Mary and Joseph visit Eli, and then he is talking about how the Lord told him he would see Jesus before he passed away. And uh, the last one here. These are the three wise men bringing gifts to Jesus. I think those are the wise men. The Magi offer their gifts to Jesus. Three wise men with like the gifts, and they're following the star. This is the wise men going following the stars. Uh, that's the three wise men. Good. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's nice it. Job. How do you feel like you did? Eh. Terrible, cause like I don't know. I blanked out in all their names. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to redo it if I could. Definitely can't. Definitely can't. We only got enough film for one take. That's, that's it. it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you very much. You'll be famous. We can promise you fame from this. Yay. My goodness. I can't believe it. I loved it. I think that really just happened. We were just, we just had a Blue Water concert in the middle of a pandemic. We did it. I know, and you know, for those of you who've been at our concerts, who've participated, who've contributed, you know what an undertaking it can be. And this one was different. Yeah. But um, a labor of love, yes. a different kind of work, a different kind of heart, and we hope that it has been um, as heartwarming to you as it has been lovely um, to be a part of the creative team. Yeah. And you know, we're gonna end the concert now Ugh. with something that usually comes along if you've been to Blue Water Christmas before, and a star, Ugh, you know, a star soprano kind of leads us through the song. And personally, it is one of my favorite moments every year of the concert. And we hope that you enjoy you, it John. as much as we do. Sing along with us. Join in. You know, if you have somebody else in the house, you might even hold hands and sing this Add song Add a harmony. Together. Make it a duet. Yeah. Turn in a video later. Maybe <laughs> we'll put it in next Blue Water Christmas. And there will be a next Blue Water Christmas. One, hopefully, where we can all be together and reflect on what a wild and crazy and wonderful year it has been, mm -hmm. um, but better because we were able to be together. Yeah. We look forward to joining all of you in the future, and thanks so much for joining us tonight. Here's to you. Here's to you, me.
Welcome to Muata Christmas 2020. There's just sweat all over this seat. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. No, I'm not. You can't see me. I'm in all black. Everybody knows you can't see people in all black. <laughs> nice. Yo, you eat it. Man, I would, I would never eat that. I'm completely stealth. Uh, this is what I used to break into people's houses and do uh, midnight muscle ups at them. Sometimes I do some prime time push ups. <clears throat> that sucks. Telling myself lying. <laughs> I was like, is that my cue? No. Wait, no. I feel like I'm a, a PE ninja right now. No one can actually see me. I stay in the shadows. I'm doing some squat garnishing. Oh, I'm sneaky. Yeah. Give me back my carrots. Where the treetops glisten and children 